Today is part one of a two-part conversation with intuitive reader and spiritual life coach Marie Murray. To learn more about Marie, you can visit her website at minxalchemy.com. That's M-Y-N-X-Alchemy.com. Or email her at minxalchemy at gmail.com. To contact myself or Lori, you can email spiritroadpodcast at gmail.com. Welcome to Awkwardly Zen Presents Spirit Road, a podcast about our spiritual journey where we can be awkwardly ourselves. It's a path that can be funny, absurd, enlightening, and life-changing all at the same time. Join us as we explore this mysterious world and life we live in. I'm Tim Behrens. I'm Laurie Hewitt. And, and this, this is Spirit Road. saying that it seems to me since I've known you that spirit has really been sort of kicking your butt and having you move forward really quickly, which sometimes yeah. is great and sometimes is a little overwhelming. It was a lot overwhelming. My spiritual journey started about 12 years ago through loss, through pain, um, physical illness, mental illness, everything just fell apart and I was really brought to a place where I had to question everything. Um, my belief systems, programming, conditioning, everything just seemed wrong. And well, not unfortunately, because it did bring me to the point where I am today through loss and pain and sadness and all of the, and I say this with the deepest reverence, all of the lower vibrational energy experiencing that and um, going through these huge moments made me recognize the higher vibrational energies much easier and um, being able to to come from these extremes from absolute I don't want to call it darkness but meeting my meeting my shadow head on coming from that space and moving through those life lessons to the other side of where I am now in absolute joy and peace and light where I am today, it enabled me to be able to hold the extremes of life within myself. And that's where I teach from. That's where I I connect from with people. And that has been the greatest gift, but I do need to say that the last two years has been insane. It's been the wildest journey of my life, and it's actually come to a point where my manifestations are starting to materialize, my hopes and dreams of um, where I wanted to be. Okay, they don't look exactly like I thought they would look, but they're so much better <laughs> There's so much better and I've come to a space where I can really just sit back. That's that's where I am to now in this moment. I'm sitting back and I'm just marveling at this magic, at how amazing everything is and how amazing spirit is and how crazy it is. So I regret 
nothing on this journey up until this point. But yes, to answer your initial question, my butt has been kicked. I've been kicked out of windows. I've been shoved out of doors. I've been thrown in the deep end with massive tower moments, like really the everything being ripped out from under me, above me, inside me. And um grateful to, to be here to talk to you, surviving it all and ready to teach other people that anything and everything is really, really possible. Yeah. Well, you started out as a, as a tarot reader and, and I have to say an amazing tarot reader. Um, The reading you did for me was phenomenal. And then you quickly realized, Oh wait, I don't need to necessarily use the cards I channel. (laughs) What was that like? That was quite interesting. It actually came through in a reading I just did just before yours where the cards were getting in the way and I didn't understand what was happening. And in your reading, you actually told me at a point you don't need the cards. And that's when the penny dropped. And I just uh, moved the cards aside and I just started listening. And then the floodgates, the floodgates opened. Um, it started with something I could recognize. Uh, we, we as people, we like to clarify, classify, identify everything. We like to, that's, that's quite quirky from where I'm sitting at the moment, but if we can put it in a box and label it and understand it, then, then it's a thing. But if we, if we can't, we tend to call it magic or, well, science was magic at a stage where nobody understood what was going on. So then it was magic and it was bad because they didn't understand it. But that was, that was a little segue. But um, even the, even with the channeling that changed so much so fast it didn't come from in the beginning it came from what I can only describe as from above it's a feeling from the information coming in through my crown chakra and that went on for a little while but as I tuned in more and became aligned more and started exploring with this a little bit more it seemed like it was coming, the information and the guidance and the wisdom was coming in from more places. Um, I recently thought of exactly how, like, I am a human, I'm still a human. Yes, I'm a divine spark of majestic spiritual gloriousness, like we all are, but the human in me was still trying to analyze exactly what was happening. That didn't work. But the information did come through and it's very interesting. It's like I'm channeling from different chakras, not only my crown chakra or causal chakra or soma, soma or third or wherever, the upper chakras, but it's, it's coming in from different ethereal spaces through different chakras like ancient earth wisdom, Gaia wisdom channels in through my lower chakras, my root and my sacral, where galactic wisdom, um, interstellar wisdom, ancient knowledge uh, based in our, well, our much earlier lives that we've had come in through my heart 
chakra. So it's just, it's a very interesting sensation to be able to identify where, where it's coming from. Was, was there something in you that you feel like shifted to allow you to have that experience? Like, you know, I've talked about having, having different, different things happen through, through the years and even being in those lower, lower vibrational states or, or whatever, like, was there, was there a point where things changed where like, wow, I'm allowing for this to happen or. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, that happened in October, 2020. I was very ill. Nobody could tell me what was happening. I hated myself. I hated my body. There was nothing special about me. That's, that was the belief system I had cultivated over the years of being dangerously overweight and really despising the image looking back to me in the mirror. And we were vacationing um, next to a large body of water and on a boat. It just dawned on me that this could be the vessel I spent the rest of my life in. This is, well, this is the vessel. This is the one I have in this lifetime. But this is me. This is part of who I am, part of my persona, part of my physical appearance. And I've been, I asked myself, would I speak to anyone the way I was speaking to myself? And I, I could, I can remember the way my heart felt like it tore open. And the answer was absolutely not ever. And um, during that time, in that moment, I decided that I was going to accept myself fully, warts and all, everything that was wrong, and accept myself, accept myself exactly the way I was. And not only accept myself, but love myself unconditionally the way I love, the way I love other people. I should, not should, yes, I can shoot myself. I should love myself that way too. And that was such a beautiful and very emotional moment. And a year later, on that same boat, on that same body of water, I stood in the exact same spot where I made that decision. And it was magic. Uh, I have healed mentally, physically, um, spiritually. I had lost the weight that was actually, I was told later on that the weight I was putting on was protection. It was protection against feeling this vulnerable and getting some space between me and other people and, and feeling, feeling protected in this, in the suit of armor that was built around me. And during that year, in becoming more vulnerable and opening myself up more, that just it just fell away and it's, it's a miracle. It's, it's inexplicable. People ask me, but what did I do? What diet? Blah, blah, blah. And I said to their dismay that I just accepted myself and I started loving myself for who I was. And in that happening, spirituality just blossomed in front of me. And I had a massive paradigm shift uh, about, well, lo lots of things. So that, that would be the pivotal moment in my life 
if if someone would have asked me the question that you just asked me to. Yeah, thank you. You know, what comes up for me too is I've I've had an experience even in just recent weeks of having a lot of internal shifts kind of going back and forth a little bit where there are, there are days where um, a lot of things that I still have to heal from are coming up. And then there are days where I've, I have an awareness of how far I've come even in the last couple of years myself. Yeah. And in both of those situations, having the experience of looking in the mirror and seeing these different versions of myself and almost having enough of an awareness and separation that I'm almost looking at different people in the mirror. Yeah. And, you know, the, the psychologist in me wants to say, well, I'm disassociating or something, but, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but really what it is, is like that, that awareness that we are, our, our physical bodies are a manifestation of our energetic selves. And in some sense, I am seeing these different potentials when I look in the mirror, like realize, yeah, realizing the ways that, that we, gosh, for lack of a better term, kind of embody ourselves and mm. that, and that all of those things that I'm seeing are real. And it's just a matter of which, which one am I identifying with more? And if I can continue to alter my beliefs and my views of the world in such a way that, um, I'm reflecting that more positive version of myself, which what you're describing is self-love, you know, fully accepting. And then once we come to that place of fully accepting, then we can start to move in the directions of support and positive yeah. change and being in the world in different ways. And yeah, thank you for that answer. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I, I want to say that and stop fighting yourself. We can be our own worst enemy and our own harshest critic and there's always this um if you see yourself as the enemy if it's whether it's conscious or subconsciously you will not experience peace and harmony in the core of who you are and if you don't have that how can you live that and express that and embody that um in the world we came here to live in at this moment so making that switch from not seeing yourself as the enemy and really embracing yourself as an ally, the spiritual self and let's say the physical self, we are allies. We, we are meshed together and the persona, we are meshed together intrinsically and there's great reason for that because these three things bring, brings three different perspectives of the same whatever we're looking at and in learning to integrate those three and having them collaborate and work together, I found that alignment came so much easier. Listen, I'm not saying this is easy at all. There's work every day. It doesn't matter where you are, but it does become easier in, in, in some way. It does become easier if the same situation would hit me two years ago, even three years ago, that hit me a few days ago, there would be nothing left of me. I would be sitting in a corner, being institutionalized again for mental care. But now it's like, okay, cool. We are having this moment. Uh, what's happening? And falling into it, you're going to learn the lesson. You can learn it the hard way or the easy way. The hard way is the old way, responding and even reacting with lower vibrational emotional energy where that's the hard way for me. That was the hard way and engaging with these things with a higher emotional 
vibration. It's the same thing, but it's approached differently and really just opening your heart space and allowing this beautiful gift of whatever the situation is to come and teach, to come and give you the experience. And when I do get through these moments and have done the work and the processing and the crying and the being, being a miserable lump of whatever on the bed. Yes, I still allow myself to be human. I'm going to have a breakdown, even if it's a minute or three minutes. I'll have my little pity party, but then you know you, you pull yourself up by the bootstraps and say, right, adventure, plot twist, it sucks. What can we learn from this? And when you debrief yourself, um, looking looking at this and thanking it in gratitude and totally releasing it back to be transmuted into light and love where it came from. I see these lessons in my life as divinely orchestrated and there's not one where I cannot say there hasn't been significant growth. Well, even if it's not significant and it's just something like, okay, we're not talking to this person like that anymore. Lesson learned. Yay, celebrate that. Now you know for next time not to do that and the experience will be maybe less painful, maybe amazing. Uh, I was just thinking, Marie, uh, that my recent journey has kind of set me on that path you were just talking about. And for me, it's constantly patching the ego stories that I start to spin about situations, myself. I And as soon as I can see them and catch them, I can let them go and recenter into that soul place, which brings me back into that divine consciousness place that I constantly try to stay in. I'm stunned every day how much I'm not conscious. And the more I'm aware of that, the more I feel like I can more quickly bring myself back to that place of consciousness. But it's been a real revelation for me to really, for the first time, I think, truly see and and catch all the stories that I tell myself and how I can take one little thing and spin it out into something and make it literally a molehill into a mountain. And then, it, but as soon as I, if I can catch it faster, it doesn't spin so much. And then I can recenter a little more quickly and just trying to remind myself to always stay in this centered place. It can be a challenge day to day to do that. Yeah, definitely. Um, I actually did a social experiment on myself when I became aware that I can shift my perspective from mm-hmm. you know, the 3D where we are in the trenches to a higher perspective to see my therapist used to say, <laughs> She was exasperating you. But she used to say, Marie, you're just seeing the banana. And I'm like, what? What banana? She says, you're only seeing the banana. And she was the kind of woman who um, wouldn't tell you what the solution was or anything. She would just throw something like, you are just seeing the banana at you and then watch you as you unravel um, the banana. And she was also divinely guided. But eventually I asked myself, okay, if I'm only seeing the banana, what else is there? And I remember myself mentally turning my perspective and then I saw a strawberry. 
oh, okay, so there's a banana and a strawberry. And then I would see a piece of orange. And then I would see a piece of an apple. And eventually I would zoom out and see, ah, it's a fruit salad. It's a fruit salad. It's not just a banana. It's, there's so many components. It's a fruit salad and fruit salads are delicious. So with this knowledge and while well, it became wisdom, I, I tell that, I use that story so much. I was able, especially at work, I experienced so many lovely opportunities for growth at work. <laughs> I still do, but just from only seeing the banana, zooming out and seeing the fruit salad, the different pieces of fruit, the roles they play, accepting that a banana tastes like a banana, a strawberry is a strawberry. Every every piece of fruit is what it is supposed to be. Bring that back to the to the social experiment. If something horrible happened, terrible or just annoying, I would zoom out and see, right, who is the banana? Who's the strawberry? <laughs> who's the, who's the um, whatever else we put in fruit salads? And I could see the patterns. I could see why this situation was happening or why this person was acting like this and um, what the bigger perspective behind that was. And I found by doing that and handling it, not reacting to it from an emotional place, but responding to it really made my life so much easier. And people started responding to me differently. And as my energy shifted in the workplace, the workplace's energy started shifting towards me. And it didn't matter how crappy the circumstances were. I could walk into work and still feel joy and feel harmony and feel happiness and not be roped in by this other, you know, office politic drama. I'll keep my language nice and clean, Tim, but not be roped in. And I mentioned that it's the greatest show. My life has become the greatest show. I love watching my life living the life. I can live it and watch it at the same time and seeing this ridiculousness going on and kind of having a little chuckle, but seeing it for what it is. So if something like truly messed up enters my life, I can throw my hands up in the air and shout plot twist and engage. And I find it, I find it comical to see these human dramas. We, we tend to absolutely get it absorbed in and, um, there's a way out of that. And that just excites me so, so much. Yeah. It sounds like just a wonderful way to kind of reframe experiences. And I think what you said earlier, which, which was really resonating for me is this idea that if some of the things that were happening in my life now were to happen to me a couple of years ago, it would have done me in. I wouldn't have been able to navigate it in the ways that I do now. And part of that has been how do I look at these things when they come up? And it's, it's like, am I so immersed in my own experience that I, I lose this perspective of spirit having life lessons, like looking at something as that's challenging as an opportunity to learn and grow, or 
a signpost to say, here's something that you haven't yet healed from, and here's another way to look at it, that if I can reframe in that sense to to kind of look for the underlying meaning and purpose in something makes it easier to navigate. And then there's also the resilience that comes with having gone through these patterns and these cycles enough to recognize this is another level or this is another way of viewing a lesson that I have yet to learn. Yeah, and that's been really helpful for me. One, because because finding that undercurrent of meaning makes these things easier to navigate. But an, but another is just like knowing that I've been through it before and that I will be through it again. Yeah. And, and that this isn't the end of the world. It's just the, the beginning of a, maybe the end of a chapter or the beginning of a new one, whatever it would be. So I love that reframe. Before we go off of this topic, I would love to tell you a story about sure. that patterns and again it involves career my my work um i worked for a company and there was a woman very specific woman very very (laughs) antagonistic we just did not get along on a soul level on a she was it, it kind of felt like she was a catalyst. Well, looking back, hindsight is twenty twenty, right? But she just, she just never allowed me room to to be. She was always on my case. She was really, and I have love and respect for that lesson. But she was a horrible person, and yes, horrible people are used in spiritual growth. So I don't say that with any disrespect. But she was a horrible woman. I left that job and walked into the next one and here was another horrible woman. Not the same one. It could just as well have been the same one. It could have been exactly the same soul crossing over into this new body. The exact same things happened. And um, I was like, okay, why? But I fell into the trap and I was consumed by this. And uh, that led, that actually, that job led to my spiritual awakening and the whole 12 year journey that I was on. And I resigned from that job while actually being in a mental health clinic without having a new job. I just could not handle it anymore. So uh, while I was, I was like on sick leave for six months, I was so burnt out that I couldn't work. And my psychiatrist said, listen, six months, do nothing. That was interesting. And then I got a position. And as I walked in, same damn person, same horrible woman in a different body. Third time, third time. I remember driving home one day after realizing that I'm now here for the third time. And opening my the window in my car and just shouting at God, at spirit, at the divine about what the hell is going on? What is the lesson? I'm obviously not getting it. And I realized I was stuck in a pattern. What I was, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Three people who made me feel exactly the same way. Um, treated me exactly the same way and triggering me in exactly the same ways. And it took me three tries to actually realize that there's, there's something more 
going on here? And I really started entertaining the idea that this is a pattern. This is a cyclical thing. And that's where the real soul searching and um, shadow work and uh, inward reflection started. And the, the real work I did on a soul level, emotional level, personal level happened with this knowledge. And eventually I got to a point where I understood. I don't have enough time to go into details here, but I understood why this was happening, why it was triggering me. I could do the work on the triggers. And every time I engaged with this person, I thought it was like circular. When you start at a point and you travel around the circle, then you're back at exactly the same point. But then I realized it's not circular for me. It's, it's a spiral. So today I meet this woman and she triggers the hell out of me. And I learn from that and I, I do the work and I, I heal from whatever wound there was from that. The next time I engage with her, this, you're not at the same point. You, you went around the spiral and you are a little bit higher up, engaged with the same kind of uh, situation and you, you handling it a little bit better than the previous time. It's not flooring you. Uh, you're still shaky, but hey, that wasn't that bad. And each time you move around that spiral to the same point, it's not exactly the same point. It's, a, I want to say it's level, you're leveling up in the way you uh, engage with this person. And I actually leveled up so much to a point where this person has no effect on me anymore. Zero. And that's incredible. That's amazing. More to come in part two of our conversation with Marie. We'll see you next time.